folks we are back with another edition of red and white podcast i'm your host evan here with a new antagonist this week james henderson inside pack sports <laughs> james how you doing good man good i'm the antagonist this week i like that play the villain <laughs> let me be the villain you're actually you're probably the good guy i think i'm the bad okay. guy in this situation okay. we, we, we were texting the other day about right acc expansion and whatnot and james let's do some pot i'm like all right here we go why are you not concerned about the changing landscape at the moment? Well, I think, well, okay, let me ask you this question. What is the worst possible scenario that could happen to you that you think could happen for NC State? We become ECU. Okay. Um, <laughs> we get left out and. But you're, but, but you're left out of just the two conferences. Like, because I think that to me, the worst possible scenario is you can actually compete for a championship. You can compete for a championship on a low level, right? If you're going to be, if you get left out and you're hanging out with BC, Q's, App State, Coastal, EC. I don't, I don't know. Like, I here's my thing. I think we're kind of getting a little, and I could be wrong, man, because I, I like I've been, you know, we we just come out of camp, so I haven't done a ton of digging into all this expansion stuff yet. So you can correct me if you hear stuff that that's out there that I don't even know. But I just like like for instance on our forums, you know, there's a lot of this. Well, we're going to be ECU or Akron, and I'm like, well, if the two, so if everybody's assuming, and again, if I'm wrong, correct me. If everybody's assuming the SEC is going to be a power, the Big Ten is going to be a power, and they're going to have 20 to maybe at max 24 teams each, so that's between 40 to 48 Power Five teams. That lead, I think there's 65 Power Five teams right now, so. That leaves 16 to 18 that I would imagine if they're smart, which I'm sure they will do, they're going to form their own conference or their own division of 16 teams. That's not ECU or App, in my opinion. That's, you know, yeah, Wake, Boston College, Duke, Iowa State, Washington State. I mean, you know, Oklahoma State. I I think that's a higher level. I guess guess my point is, like, I'm not in the we're going to be uh, ECU bandwagon uh, just because (laughs) – and and also like like I said, if we're gonna paint it like, I guess the reason I'm not worried is that you at the end of the day you and you know we've been on this podcast like I've been on your podcast a lot you've been on mine a lot and I remember last fall we were talking about was this the chance is this the time NC State actually wins a title, right? Well, you can throw that out the damn door if you get into this SEC super elite 2014 mega conference you can throw that out the door. And, you know, and if folks are cool with that and just want to be able to sit at the the big table, you know, the cool table and get money. And I love the whole we get money, by the way. It's like, who's we in this scenario? Like, we get a lot of money from we who? Like, I'm not getting a lot of money. Like, are we, you know, are fans getting checks from, from all these institutions that the whole we are getting money from? Like, how are we benefiting from that? Like, nah, your AD will make more money. You know, your coaches will make more money. I guess that's cool for fans. But I, I don't know. Like, I, I guess – it's just a different way to look at it. Obviously, I mean, I think we both are in agreement. I would like to see if this goes down, NC State to be in one of those two conferences. My preference would be the Big Ten. Either way, if Big not, Ten. yeah, either way, if not, I think you'll still be fine because you actually be competitive and, in a, and, and have a chance to compete for something. The, the problem is that if you are in this 16-team mm-hmm. other conference, mm-hmm. you are – you are not going to be included at at the, at the end. Like there's, you could be playing for your, but conference title, which is also going to be your national title. Because it's, who else are you going to play? Do we know Unless, that though? No, like, I, I mean know that's that what you're certain. assuming. The I, SEC, yeah, I don't, the I don't know. Are, I mean, right, right. I'm just saying, like you, we just had a year this year where there, and and they didn't get in, but we've had a year, we've had years where Cincinnati has had people bargaining for them to be in something, right? Like we've had years where Central Florida has had people bargaining and they haven't had the clout of a Oklahoma State or a Duke right. 
or Wake Forest, or, you know, I'm just naming Power Five, like real legit Power Five programs. They didn't have that backing. They've always been G5 programs. So I still think you're going to, if you have this other conference where you have a team go out and be undefeated, there's still going to be a clamoring for, well, that team can, can compete with Alabama or whoever comes out of this super SEC. And, man, you're right. Maybe you ultimately don't get a chance for that. But, like, I just don't know why it matters if you have a chance, if you know, if you know you're not going to do it. I know folks are going to say, well, you know, you could make the same argument for the Atlantic and you're competing for one right now. No. I mean, you're competing against Clemson, and that's pretty much it. You join the SEC, it's Clemson, Oklahoma, Texas, Texas A&M, LSU, Alabama. you got to go through all these teams to win it. So, and again, that's fine. Like I said, I know people want to be included and, and feel like, hey, we got a shot and all this. I get it. But if your goal is ultimately to win titles, I don't really know necessarily if that's going to be the best end game for you. I don't because, you know, you know this from following football. Like the last four or five years, how many times we've heard App State's the best program in the state? Yeah, quite, I mean, too often. I mean, but but, but why have we heard that? They're not in. A, they're not in the ACC or SEC. Right, but let's let's because go because they win because they win, right? And won titles. So, yeah, they won titles at a lower level. So, uh, but, it's, but it's I'm also, just saying the perception is they're still good. Like there's this well, perception. They out claim here. it though. It's and I think it's tongue in cheek by anybody that says it because when state or Carolina is off, people always go, "Well, App's the best program in the state." And we know mm-hmm. that's not true. That you know, App won the national title in what years of 2013, and right. they got their ass kicked by a team, NC State team that was led by Marcus Stone. Like it's right. It's not a not a compare, not a good comparison. I don't think. And but I think the bigger problem is you will have people disinterested in college athletics as a whole, I think, and, you know, state in particular. I think it's already borderline these days. Attention is being pulled in 100 Mm. different directions. Mm. If you don't get included in one of the two or three mega conferences, then I I feel like you're going to lose a a large portion of your fan base who's just going to be, you know, they'll be interested, but they're not going to be, as interested because they're not going to be as interested in playing for this second tier title, whatever it may be. I just, well, and that's the thing is we don't, and I don't think we know ultimately what it's going to be. I mean, I think if you're in, if you're the ACC right now, your hope is for playoff expansion. Your hope is for something that's going to continue to keep the college football playoff relevant, continue to keep, you know, they already voted against that. That's the problem though. The ACC, ACC, Pac-12, Big 12 already voted against playoff expansion. We will see if that changes going forward. Yeah. I mean, it was short-sighted. I think think they all messed that up. Your goal to keep Notre Dame involved, that's one of the ways to do it, is to make sure Notre Dame feels like they still can do what they're doing and be included. I just don't think – I think it's it's just to me it's one of those things – and again, like I said, I'm obviously ideally – my argument is more – if you don't end up in one of these two conferences, you'll be okay. And you'll still be able to follow your team and, and all those things. But obviously, ideally, you want to be in the two. But I think, it, I, I guess for me, it just boils down to, I feel like we overrate the positives in this situation. And we're just really kind of f- focusing even more so on the potential negatives of the doom and gloom aspect of it. Like, I don't think it's going to be as great as people think because you're not going to ever win. You're going to have more six and six teams. And all those things, you're gonna have that same apathy you're talking about because this isn't a pro model. Like folks want to talk about it, you're, going, you're not doing a pro model. You know, right. in, in 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 professional football, you have a draft. In professional football, you have a roster. You know, you have a salary cap. In this twenty, these twenty twenty fourteen models, you don't have that. So Alabama's still going to be Alabama. They're still going to, you know, those programs are still going to get what have the brand and and the pool. You're not going to be able to just automatically get the best player like the worst team in the league can do in these pro sports. So this parity thing is not going to exist. So while you're right, maybe a fan may say, well, if we're not at that table, I'm not going to follow us anymore. Well, let's see how much you like following a team that's going six and six, four and eight, seven and five every year. And not have a shot at all, at, at all. I mean, like Rutgers football, they haven't benefited from the Big Ten. 
I'm wait, I'm still waiting on them to benefit from all those resources they're supposed to be getting. I mean, because like, you know, I mean, if, if you're supposed NC to get State more is, money, from it, if NC State's in the SEC, you don't think that gives us a better chance at landing guys like Smothers or Noah Rogers or other elites well, that have well, left us to go to other programs in one of these other conferences that are well, that's assuming that's assuming they well that's assuming they picked those programs because they're in the sec i'm not saying they didn't but we a don't lot know of guys do. A but lot we don't we don't like yeah. like you know i mean we've lost kids to oklahoma before that's the big 12 you know i mean right, like they're we've na- lost national power right sure that, that and that which again that's outside of the conference that's what i'm saying is like it doesn't necessarily have like i think even if you're in the sec you're still going to lose a kid to Alabama if Alabama wants him. Like, I think you'll um, lose less kids to Kentucky or to yeah, other programs. I don't, really like, I don't really feel like you lose a lot of like kids to those programs right now. But maybe, maybe you, your argument is you lose more. And I think the thing, I, the way I look at it, at least for me covering recruiting, is I feel like the talent pool in football continues to get greater and greater. More kids are playing. Seven on sevens have blown up. Quarterbacks are getting better. Skill position players are getting better because of just being able to play football now year round. You used to not have that. When I first started covering it, North Carolina didn't even have spring football practice. Like now you've got legit spring football practices in high schools. You've got seven on seven events. The talent pool is just growing, but the scholarship numbers remain the same. So right. there's still talent. Like even if Alabama fills up, even if all these teams in these two, in these two conferences fill up with who they want, there's still going to be players there. Um, so, like, I don't really – like, I don't think it's helped – like, you know, why is South Carolina below Clemson right now? They're in the SEC. They've got better resources than Clemson has in the ACC. I mean, that's not propelled them past Clemson by any measure at all. Like, so, I don't I don't think it's, – it's just to me it's hard to really operate in this – in like these absolutes we all want to operate in them because we don't know, like each program's different. Every situation is different. We don't know how it's going to impact anybody in particular. The only thing, the only thing I feel confident in saying is that there's going to be bottom tiers to these, in these conferences that are never going to be able to get out of them. And if folks want to be in Vanderbilt or Rutgers, because it's not like, you know, yeah, yeah, you're going to get more resources, but those schools are going to get more money too. It's not like you're you're catching anybody from a resource standpoint. So like like I said, I mean, it, if it was in if it was an NFL pro model and you had a draft and you could actually feel confident that as a lower level team, you could find a, you could hit strike at gold and 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 find a, you know, get a Tom Brady or Philip Rivers or get somebody like that and and win titles because of it, cool. But the way it's structured now, like, you know, I mean, <laughs> it just makes, to me, it just, it's going to be tougher to win championships. And, you know, as fans, what have we talked constantly about wanting to win a championship? So I'm just looking at it from that standpoint. Not to say I don't think it'd be better for you, you know, financially and resources and all recruiting, all those things. Not to say it wouldn't be better to be in one of those two leagues. Um, I just don't think from a winning standpoint, especially the SEC, like that's why I said the Big Ten. I mean, Ohio State's sitting here now licking their chops because, I mean, who are they Who are they competing with at this point in this whole thing? USC? Whereas if you look at the SEC, you've got Alabama, LSU, Florida, potentially Clemson. Oklahoma, Texas, Texas A&M, maybe Miami joins them, maybe Florida State joins them. And and we want to join that if we want to win? I'd much rather just take my chances with Ohio State and Penn State. But, again, that's that's my take. You know, it seems like a lot of state fans want to be in the SEC. I think culturally and just, yeah, culturally mostly, I think Mm -hmm. the SEC is a better fit for NC State. I don't think, I mean, your argument is that you'll never win in the SEC. A school like Missouri, they've won the SEC East twice since joining, you know, in less than 10 years. But that that was also a six or seven team SEC East pre-expansion 
Like we're we're not talking like that's why it's hard for me to compare even what you've done in the ACC now to what you're about to face. I mean, you're yeah. talking about adding eight to twelve more teams since Missouri's done that. You know, like yeah, I mean, when you know when the ACC was eight teams, I mean, hell, state could have won a division or a or a conference, but. When you get started where you're talking about 16 to 20 to 24, it just gets even tougher. tougher for, like I, I saw some guy mention on the board, well, well, James, South Carolina in 2012 won the Southeast, you know, the the, the East Division right. in 2010. I'm like, yeah, they went five and sure three. Not. Yeah, 23. Went five and three and nine and three overall. State's done that. I mean, but but like, are we going to count on going five and three as winning a, a 24 team league? I don't, I don't think so. And so while, yeah, I mean, up to this point, we've had those lower tier teams find a way to, to strike lightning in the bottle. Like even at NC State, they're not a traditional football power. Some people are picking them to win the Atlantic this year. I mean, are you going to count on that when it's, you know, like you're talking probably 12 team divisions? You know, I mean, because I, I would imagine if you're doing 24 teams, what do you do? 12 team divisions, play everybody once. The winner of the two divisions yeah. face each other or you do a 14 playoff with the other mega conference. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure that's kind of I think they'll do pods. I, th- I think they'll do something similar to what the ACC just announced with scheduling. I don't think you're having 12 team divisions inside of conferences. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is like, you know, so if you're not playing everybody all year, you're going to have maybe three or four teams potentially with an opportunity to go undefeated in a given year. And so going five and three in this setup is not going to really accomplish shit in my opinion. So, like, you know, having that fluke um, year like we just talked about with, with South Carolina, I, I don't think you're winning anything with that. So, I don't know. Like I said, to me, I, I, there's multiple ways you can look at it. I agree 100% financially you want to be in that division, in those conferences. I And I've said it again. I want to be – I yeah, I think states should want to be in those conferences. But we also have to factor in the potential winning aspect of it. And, like, if you look across expansion over the years – very few teams have come in and benefited from it. Very few teams have, in terms of winning. Very few teams. Rutgers hasn't done it. I mean, look at the ACC. I mean, I was told Miami was going to come in and just be Miami. You know? <laughs> right? Like, yo, it's just, they're just going to – all they got to do is beat Clemson. I mean, wow. They're in the, they can't even do that in the Coastal. <laughs> I mean, Miami. Right? Like, I, I just – there's no guarantees in the in the expansion in terms of being competitive and winning titles. And so if your goals are not to win titles, that's what then yeah, let's all go over there and try to make as much money as possible and but, but we've I just not don't, won we've not won titles in 40 years here. So I don't know like I mean maybe But 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 if other teams but if other teams in comp like Wake's won titles two of the last 14 years. Are they doing that in this SEC setup if they get over there? I mean, I I, I, very, I, I find it, it hard to believe. Like all these teams that have won Coastal Division titles, is that happening in this new format if they get in there? Like, is Duke going to win a coast? Is Duke going to win a division title if they get into this mega SEC conference? Hell no, hell no. And, and so yeah, yeah, you're right. State hasn't comp- capitalized yet. State had a chance in 2010 with Russ to win the. You know, go to Maryland, you win the Atlantic if you win that game. State had a chance last year, beat Wake Forest. You win that game, you win the division. A couple years ago, you beat Clemson at home, you win that game. They haven't capitalized on it, but they've had an opportunity. I just think when you get lumped in with all these teams, I mean, like, damn, like the SEC just added Texas and Oklahoma. Like, those teams aren't going anywhere. Like, those teams, like, those are still from a resource and recruiting and and talent standpoint – they're going to be right there with the top, you know, with the Alabamas, the LSUs, the, you know, if they add Clemson, they have my, and like you, we're, we're trying to join that to win. Like, I think, I think you're, you're joining it for a different reason. You're joining it for financial gain and, and stability. And like I said, to be able to sit at the cool table, Hey, I'm here. You know, I mean, yeah, you're here. I, I mean, think like talked about, you're getting, when you get to the, when you get into one of those conferences, you know, you're talking about more than just being at the cool table. You're in the conference that gives you a chance at relevance. And then additionally, you're getting what three times the amount of revenue from the TV contract. I think that changes things. 
I don't think the current landscape is going to maintain where NIL is reliant on fan participation. I think everything is changing at this point. We'll get to the we'll get to the area where athletes are getting paid from the university or some sort of iteration of that. And I think that is where the playing field levels out. I think that's where you get some of it. We're never going to have that, you know, underground SEC culture, right? I, our fans don't think like that. But at the same time, you need to be in one of these conferences so you have the resources to compete if you want to be relevant. Otherwise, you're just going to be left behind. And, and that's just not football. That's all sports, right? If you're not included in this premier conference or any any of these three that are going to happen, you're left behind in all sorts of reasons. I mean, Carolina will. Carolina gets to the Big Ten. NC State doesn't get included in one of them. You're going to lose a lot of so, everything. So, are you talking football or just all sports? So, like, so like Duke doesn't get into one of these two conferences. Or you think Duke basketball is done? I think it's going to hurt them. I think it will. I think because I mean, like that was always the, to me that was the argument with like a Villanova, for instance. Like right. I was told when Syracuse and and you know um, Pitt and and all these teams left and the Big East broke up, that Big East basketball would never be the same. Well, there are people now who think Big East basketball is better than the ACC. It's still not and, the same as it was when there was but, Georgetown but, but, but and Cuse. It and, hasn't right, but it hasn't fell off. I mean, it has like off. it hasn't. It's fallen off a lot. I think everybody I mean, else has fallen off. <laughs> I mean, Probably. relative. I mean, relative to where. Like fall off relative, yes, it's falling off, falling off. But it's still like some people, like I said, some people have it higher than the ACC right now. I that's mean, the ACC's problem. That's not the Big East thing. Okay. I mean, I I mean but like Villa, Villanova's won multiple titles since all yeah. this has gone down. Right. You know, like you still have a chance to be competitive. Like I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think I, I look at it more from a talent pool standpoint player standpoint versus resources standpoint. You know, we've talked about this before in recruiting. When you watch the NFL draft, there's a lot of teams that aren't in the SEC, a lot of players that aren't in the SEC and the Big Ten to get picked. That ain't changing, right? I mean, that's not going to change. If, even if there's, you know, 48 teams in those league, you know, in, the, in those two teams, and we're talking about two 2014 setup, you know, there's still going to be plenty of talented players out there having to go somewhere to play. It's supply and demand when it comes to recruiting. You know, schools right. can take 85 scholarship players. Even if they bump that number up to 125, there's going to become a point where guys aren't going to want to go to those places and sit and not play, regardless of what their resources are like and all those things. So it, it needs to go the other way. Going to be out there. It needs to go to 75, not 85. You want to distribute some of the players, you want more parity. Right, you're going and, for, and it could. I don't know if teams are going. Yeah. I don't know if teams are going to do that. And that's kind of what I'm saying is I think we're ten, we are all like, and I'm reading this in the threads and everything now. It's like we're all trying to find ways because I'm, I'm guilty of this too. Like of finding ways to fit the agenda you want to say, right? Like, well, theoretically they're going to do all this, and theoretically this is going to happen. Like we don't know what's going to happen. We we could be sitting here ten years from now and. You had the two, you had those two conferences, and you have a third conference emerge that's also getting into a playoff with those teams, because folks are mad that they were being left out for two or three, four years, and they're actually really good. And now you all of a sudden change the way the model sets up, right? Like, I, you know, right? I think all of the dominoes have led to this direction, though. Like, it's when when Texas and Oklahoma left the Big Twelve for the SEC. We knew the ACC was going to get left behind because of this TV deal. Like they're going to mm-hmm. not, they're, they're not going to be able to compete. Even Clemson's not going to be able to compete long term if their revenue is that far behind everybody else. Like it's just what are the current just, differences in the revenue now? Like are the, are we equal with them now? No chance. We are. I think rough numbers. I think we get somewhere around thirty six million per school. Okay. SEC is close to seventy five million per school, and I think. The Big Twelve is, or Big Ten is, even more than that. And so, but and, and so, Clemson is better than South Carolina now. So you're saying, though, if the right numbers now. double, that's going to change. I think that changes just because I, I think, of, just because of the money. I think the money is going to 
be a, be a difference maker. I think Clemson's brand at this point is got some strength to it that will help them sustain it. But you keep an eye. I mean, they, they just lost all their coaches, you know, right? They just, I don't know if they're going to be the same as they have been for this 10 year run that they've been on. And I think at some point, South Carolina is going to catch up. They're going to have more resources to put towards everything, right? I think that's, I think that is a, that's the reality of it. And if you want to be relevant, if you want to compete at the highest level, which is what all of us fans do, then you need the, you need those resources. And we're yeah. not going to get them if we don't get included. I think the people's. So you think you, all go, you think NC State can go to the SEC in, in a super souped up steroid version of the SEC? You think simply because they'll have readily available resources that, again, it's not like you're drastically higher than all these teams in the SEC all of a sudden. You may be on par. I mean, even now in the ACC, we still see I, with whatever the setups are, I mean, their budgets and the resources aren't even the same. There's still no level playing field in the ACC right now, right? Like, even though we've got the same TV contracts and all that stuff, you still have, you know, North Carolina and Louisville and and Clemson making far more money than NC State, right? I mean, am I wrong in that or accurate? I don't think that's completely accurate. I think – Well, what is it? What is it? There, there, I know there were some figures we were looking at before where State was like last and like – is it budget? Is it revenue? Oh, all right, so it? that was – yeah, so that was like money spent and revenue generated. Okay, so and, revenue generated. So those right, figures but, there, you, they're still not parity in the ACC. Like it was, it was investment is what it was. Yeah. Well, I had asked Debbie Al about that when that came out, and she said, and, and Fred Demarest, who was no longer at State, had confirmed the same same sort of thing. It's it's not accurate based on how each university calculates their investment into each sport. Blah blah blah. Essentially, so saying the numbers were, they both said the numbers were not completely completely accurate. So it's not saying we invested a lot less. All right, we're back. Technical problems fixed. What we're talking about is NC State's level of investment and how that mm-hmm. makes them competitive or not competitive. And I think right. It, go right. Ahead. No, go ahead. no. I was just gonna say, like, I, I, I guess my my question is, is even if we have this, you know, we're, you're making all this money from these new TV deals, when you're in this souped up 2014 league, there's still going to be gaps and not real, really a lot of parity there based on investment and, and all these other, I mean, these outside resources, right? Like Texas isn't Texas just because of the, their TV deal, right? Like Clemson isn't Clemson just because of the ACC's TV deal. Where are they getting extra funds from? Where are they getting all their extra resources from? Like those gaps aren't going away just because, you know, like I don't know. Maybe do you think if NC State's all of is in the SEC, you're going to have this huge rush to donate even more money from from the fan base <laughs> and to create? I mean, I, I don't necessarily think that's going to. That's a that's a sensitive topic around here. I I, I don't believe that um, we do the best job at conveying the messaging for mm-hmm. donations, whether it's Pack of Wolves or Wolfpack Club. But I think if you have triple the amount of TV revenue you have coming in for the university, you are a lot less reliant on those donations. If you want to be, if the university wants to spend the bulk of that money on your major revenue sports. Now that is another thing that is up for debate, but I think, yeah, that closes the gap considerably. I mean, Texas has had all of the advantages in the world and they've just not, you know, they've not been good for 10 years. It's certainly mm-hmm. possible. So it, it certainly takes more than money. But in order to compete, you have to have the money. And I think if state were to get triple his revenue and want to go all in on, you know, football and being an SEC culture type, I think that would change the competitiveness of the program. I, I think the program is going in the right direction. I mean, Dave has done a good job at building and doing what he can with what he's got. 
I think he'd be the first one to tell you, hey, if I had more resources, we'd be better and we could mm-hmm. keep going. And I think that's kind of that's kind of where it is. Now, I don't think NC State goes into a, a two division SEC and wins. Like I think that takes a long time to be competitive. But I think you'll find a lot more interest. There'll probably four divisions, right? So you have a, a better chance of winning one of those divisions. And you're playing a lot more interesting games. You're you're not playing Syracuse and Boston College and Wake Forest, right? You're playing teams that I, I think are going to make you better. Playing better teams is going to make you better. And I think that is more interesting to the fans. I think you keep the fan engagement. That's my biggest concern is if they don't get included in one of these things, you start to lose people. You start to lose fans. You start to lose the engagement level. I mean, you'll still have fans. You'll still have people pulling for them. You have a, a big alumni base, but right. I just think it'll be less, less. I don't know, say serious, less important. It'll just be prioritized differently for a, a lot of people. It'll be yeah. like app fans or ECU fans where they come out during football season. If they're good, if not, they go away, and it's just um, not a thing. It, it, we're, you know, we're about to go into a rowdy environment here, first game of the season. Yeah. Because they think they're good, right? I mean, you know? if they were, if this was John right, Thompson right. ECU, nobody's there. It's different. different but is, but is that a, is that an ECU thing or an, like the? I mean that that look. I'm, you you know this. You you've been at NC State games when somebody when when Chuck Amato's on the rocks or Tom O'Brien's on the rocks. I mean, is that place isn't rowdy. Let's let's, is, let's it, keep it real. I mean, you yeah. know, it isn't rowdy, but I think people are still engaged. I think people still show up because it's you know that's the age old age old debate. I think we. Um, tailgating becomes a priority at that point, right? That's, that's kind of, but I, bringing it back, I just think the resources help you make, help you be competitive. I don't think it's just about, I think people will be less excited if you go into this other division mm-hmm. G six or whatever it was going to be. And you're playing Houston's and whatever else, and you're winning. And I just don't think people are going to be excited about that. Yeah, I I think it comes down to the individual fan, like because because I think again I feel like I keep having to say I preface this by saying yes I I think state you know I want state to be in the Big Ten or the SEC right, but like I said I mean I think the counter to that is what do you ultimately value as a fan, like do you value having resources, do you value just like I said being in that conference, or do you value actually winning and 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 winning titles and seeing your team have success to that level. You know, we for years been talking about, well, I just want to see state win a title. I just want to see state win a title. I mean, right. Yeah. You, I, this goes down. Okay. I mean, like, like I keep saying, I mean, we better be happy that we've got a lot of money because I, I don't know. I don't just assume, you know, I think being in another league, the, being in the other league, if you don't get into one of these two, you're going to have a better chance at being successful. And you're right. Maybe there's going to be stigmas and levels attached to that. I get that. But it's ultimately what you want to follow. Do you want to follow a team that you think can win some t- championships? Or do you, you know, like, I, I don't know. I mean, may, and maybe I'm just looking at it wrong and, and I shouldn't automatically assume that NC State can't win a title in this steroid version of the SEC. But I has, I laugh. Is that the right way to look at it? A steroid version? <laughs> I mean, it it like, is actually. I, I laugh because it, it made me realize this aligns with your thinking that we should just schedule W's, right? Schedule as many wins as possible, plays. Well, <laughs> that's always well, been your philosophy. Well, I guess right? that, well, no, well, it's been that way in non conference because, again, it was offset by your conference schedule, right? Like I've always said, like, I don't want NC, I don't think NC State needs to schedule tough out of conference when you're in the Atlantic and you've got to play Clemson, you've got to play Florida State. Whereas your Duke and UNC, who you're being compared to, don't. So yeah, like I don't think you have to come. You know, you know, I wouldn't schedule that. But in this other format, like I don't really necessarily consider Pittsburgh to be a bad program, right? Like if you're in a division, like West Virginia, maybe in this league that we're talking about, this quote unquote G six league, like Iowa State, Colorado, Washington, maybe Oregon, like you know, those aren't bad programs. I think winning that league would still carry some value. Now you're right. You're not winning the, but you're not winning the SEC now. <laughs> like you're in the AC. Like we're being told now the ACC is not a superior le- a conference. It's not even like, that's the thing that's the most fascinating is to me is 
I don't I, like in football. People don't consider the ACC as a, a superior conference right now. So you're technically doing what we're talking about. Now you get a chance at the college football playoff, right? But what's the difference? Like you don't, you don't, you do you consider the ACC on the same level as the SEC? I think the ACC, the SEC is top heavy, and I think if you looked across the board, it's probably a lot more comparable than most people give them credit for. Even when the ACC yeah, is good, they don't get any credit. So it's right. And I don't think that's going to change like in the, in this new deal. You're still going to have your bottom feeders, UCLA, Rutgers, you know, Northwestern. I mean, those, those programs are still going to be there. You're still going to have Kentucky and, and, you know, Vanderbilt. <laughs> and Northwestern's won three yeah. division titles in the last what, right. eight years. Right. That, that that goes back to why I want to be in the Big Ten. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. Like I told you, Ohio State's the one sitting here looking pretty in all this is, is you know, they're going to go out and add North Carolina and Virginia and NC State. That'd be awesome. You know, I mean, they're they're just locking in a number one seed. But, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think right now the ACC is, from a resource standpoint or even from a perception standpoint, on the same level as the, as the SEC. Not even so, close, yeah. Even, yeah, so even if you ended up into this, you know, this third division or conference we're kind of speculating about, what's the difference? You're there now. The difference is access to – right now you can be Cincinnati in the G5 and make the college football playoff, right? Right. Theoretically, the way they're talking, that it, the SEC and the Big, Big Ten – and probably the Big 12 when they poach much of the Pac-12 teams are not going to have an open playoff with these other teams. So you think the Big 12 is going to be is going to pass the ACC? I think the Big 12 is better positioned to pass the ACC. I so think you gonna... don't think it's possible that if this gets the 24 in the SEC, 24 in the Big 10, that you're going to see the ACC, Pac-12, and Big 12 all merge and create a third one? That's going to be approximately around 18 to 24 teams too, because that's kind of what your P5 numbers are now. If they get to 24, I think state gets included in, in the SEC. I think they're, if you're in that 48 range, I think state falls very, very favorably in there, right? I think they're going to be better than any team you're going to find in the 40 to 48 range. I think if you get 22, 20 team leagues, that's where I start getting worried. Because then you and get, that would leave what that would leave twenty five power five programs, right? Right. Like, is what is there sixty five? Why don't all of them just join one league? Well, that's what I was saying. I was saying ACC should come together with the Pac Pac twelve, form some coast conference of the coast or something, and do that. Yeah, but it's that's what's going to happen. No, it's not because big the, or I think their teams are already trying to leave for the Big Ten, and the Big Twelve is talking about adding Arizona, Arizona state, Utah, and Colorado. And that leaves like, Oregon I'm saying State. why wouldn't the ACC and the big 12 join up? Because why wouldn't they create a 20 or 2014 league? Because they're dumb. And I think they've been talking of, they've had this alliance that was just a gentleman's agreement. There was no mm-hmm. actual alliance other than a handshake. And we saw wow. how far that, you know, how well that worked. Two teams already bolted Brown from that. Baker Mayfield to the Panthers. Yeah, that just came in a few minutes ago. That's a great pickup. Yeah, I saw that. Um, no, I just think, and that's kind of where, like I said, for me, why I don't really, uh, I'm not really like stressing is I think these these conferences will figure it out. Like you saw the Big East in back, you know, figure out. Oh well, let's not even do a football anymore. Let's just go create an all basketball conference. They figured it out. Basketball is still, like we said, one of the top one, two, three conferences in the country. They didn't fall down to like the ECU level or anything like that. They're still good. What I'm saying is, is if you if you have a 20 team SEC that's post some ACC teams away, you have a 2010 Big Ten or 20 team Big Ten that's post a couple post a couple ACC teams away. Someone's going to be smart enough to say, okay, guys, Pac-12 leftovers, Big 12 leftovers, ACC leftovers. That's about 20 to 25 teams. Let's have a third conference. Let's have a third conference. And then you and get, let's see what happens. Yeah, and then you'll get to the point where you don't have any brands that are capable of sustaining, you know, a top tier program that are going to give your conference relevance. I think that's the 
it's what eight the ACC has struggled with the most already with Florida State, Miami being terrible for the last ten years. You know, Clemson has been the the carrying the banner for everybody, and that's what's hurt the perception of the league. And I think if you're in a league with you know Iowa State, Washington State, Oregon State, NC State, Louisville, any of these schools, like you're not going to get any respect, and that that respect is going to lead to access to the playoff or whatever the other system is. I mean, obviously we're all speculating here, but that's, that's where it seems to be trending to me. And if you're on the outside and now they're 20, you might as well be playing ECU and app state because that's what you're going to be playing for. You're playing for some secondary, uh, you know, title. And I don't, I don't know how many fans are going to maintain their level of interest that they do now, if that's the case. And that is my biggest concern. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think it's a lot of it's a lot of projecting, and not re- you know what I mean, like it's speculation. Who knows? So we, yeah, we yeah, don't it's know. All spe- yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, we're we're just kind of like we said, we're assume, we're kind of look trying to figure out what we think is going to happen. I mean, I just find it hard to like. I don't think that if there's a third Power Five conference that's created, I don't think that conference is automatically going to just be on ECU or Apps level, just because they're not. In the Big Ten, because like even right now, I mean, the Pac-12 is not on the SEC or the Big Ten's level, but they're not viewed as the same level as the Big West, or, you know, the Mountain West, or I mean, they're still above them because they have access to the playoff. They've never made it, but they have access to it. If you are in this third conference, and the SEC and Big Ten decide, you know, our winners are going to play, or our top four teams are going to play for the playoff, you're boned. Right, I mean, you're you're playing for nothing. So you 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 believe in this? They're going to just all leave the NCAA here soon. I I think that's inevitable. I think NCAA has let everybody down over the last five years to the point where anybody who's forward thinking is going to say we don't need this organization. I, I I would suspect they're getting closer to a football only organization where these conferences are going to arrange things together. And so what are they going to do with the other sports? I don't know. They're, I mean, I, I could, you know, I've, I've heard so many different theories where, you know, the, the football teams break off and just start licensing names from the university. Right. And it just becomes its own independent thing. And I, it, yeah, that could happen. There's so much money here. I wouldn't put anything past them, but I think you're dealing with the non-revenue sports I think a lot of them are going to be cut. I think you're going to lose a lot of them unless the money gets, the money gets right. I don't know. I don't know. I I think it's weird. It's weird to think about, but football is king. Football drives everybody's revenue that if it's got to be first. And if you're not thinking about the future of it, I think that's bad for all of your programs. It just, it's amazing because like, I feel like there's this gap there of, you do everything for football, but if you're not, if you don't have a chance to win a title, you're never going to win anyways. You're going, you're going to become irrelevant. You see what I'm saying? Like that's such a huge gap to me. Like, I mean, right now, do you think NC State realistically has a chance to win a, a national championship? Yes. Okay. I mean. If if the stars align this year, they sh- there's no reason they can't do it. And this is probably the first time right, I've right. ever actually thought it. Yeah, and I agree with you. Right now, the way it's set up right now with where the ACC's at, where State's at, they've built to this year where if they stay healthy, they have a chance to do that. And this is in a – I mean, you. I don't know how you feel about it. This is a, pro, is a good ACC right now. I mean, Clemson's not what Clemson has been. FSU, Miami certainly aren't. You know, but NC State's better than where they've been. They're, you know, Wake's better than what they've been. There's, you get it. But the, the, and so in this current setup, you, you may feel like State has a chance. But if you go to this SEC, like, I, I just don't – I don't really think there's much debate that it's not going to be drastically harder to win a championship. Certainly will be. And Right. And so, and so if that's your ultimate end goal to win a championship – I, I I don't know how just having resources is going to give you that opportunity to do that personally. Like I, I just think 
Texas is going to benefit from a TV contract. Oklahoma is going to benefit from it. They've got so many naturally already built-in resources much better than yours that I think there's just going to be an even bigger gap between the higher-tier teams in the SEC and the lower-tier teams that you have than you have now. Like, how much has it helped Vanderbilt being in the SEC? It won shit. They've won a lot. <laughs> it's helped their other programs because they've gotten money. Well, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. But, but if we're talking about it from a football standpoint, like – Where's this whole, well, you know, the SEC should help you all of a sudden compete with people. No, it doesn't. If you prioritize football. I don't think Vanderbilt prioritizes football. I mean, they had their nine and four years with James Franklin. But I don't think that has been, I mean, again, bad leadership. They've Derek Mason and whoever else they've hired. I mean, Clark Lee's probably okay. But I I think that that comes down to leadership not prioritizing football the way they, they could have. I don't know necessarily think that it's a product of Vanderbilt never being able to be competitive. So, and and how do you me- how do we measure prioritizing it? Investment. How much? So, are- like if so, Louisville and Miami, they I think prioritize football. Correct. I think um, both of them are getting better. Not- I think. Well, my, my stance on Louisville is probably. I mean, not popular, but I think Louisville benefited their brand from being in a bad Big East for a long time. They got to the ACC and realized, hey, we need to get better. I think it's it's very analogous to what NC State would have to do in the SEC. No doubt. But I think Louisville is getting is going to get better. I think you know they've their recruiting's getting better. They're, they're figuring, hey, we've got to do these things to to compete at, in this you know in this whatever. The, um, this the craziest thing about it is, to me, Louisville had a better perception in the Big East than they do right now. Oh yeah, certainly. Higher, yeah, certainly. Because the Big East was still a thing then, right? It was still kind of semi-relevant, even though. But it the, wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't viewed as a like a was were they even P five at that point? I don't remember, but I, I um, think I think so. At the same time, they they had. They've had a lot of talent there, and they were played an exciting style of football that gave them attention, right? That that put them in front of a lot of people, and I think that is what has helped change, what what, what helped them for the most part. But their perception well, is different. Well, before you know, I know you got a lot of crap get get going, so I'm. A, but before we get going, I want to ask you, how do you ultimately see this playing out? I don't see where the ACC goes right now. My current stance is that I think the ACC is hosed. Because I, I believe the Pac-12 and Big 12 will, or the Big 12 will pick off the remnants of the Pac-12. And now, do you now? Let me ask you this: Do you think that'll be strong enough to make the Big 12 lock in what they have? Because again, my end game is you're going to have three conferences. You're going to have a big Big Ten. You have a big SEC, and then you're going to have all the other Power Fives in one conference together. And so then you'll have three, and yeah. you got to figure out what you're going to do from a championship standpoint. If you want to leave out, if if the SEC and the Big Ten want to act like they're big boys and leave out that third conference, cool. Maybe that third conference just creates their own national champion. I don't know, right? But uh, like, do you, but do you? It sounds like you don't think that's an option. You think the ACC is going to be completely screwed, and and so if the big, you think the Big Ten could be powerful enough with, with it where it's current at, currently at to not want the leftover ACC teams? They'll, they'll be selective with who they get. I think they have enough. Assuming, you know, the whole grant of rights thing has is, is been up for debate. Assuming an ACC team can get out of it, right? I think the Big Ten takes a couple teams. We've seen UVA and Carolina being projected as they are the AAU schools that fit the academic standards of the Big Ten. And That's the best thing that could happen to state, by the way. You know that, right? Well, them separating? No, UNC going to the Big Ten. Because? Because I think the SEC is going to call state at that point. Agreed. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I agree. I think that that is where it diverges. And I think if you're in the 40-ish range, I think state 45 to 48 range, I think state has got a real chance of being included because of the markets, because of, you know, the area. And – but – I don't think the ACC survives this. I just don't see a play where they add enough teams to renegotiate their TV deal, which their TV deal is the one that's the thing that's going to hold them back. If their TV deal wasn't so limiting and it wasn't so far behind the other other um, conferences, then 
I don't think they would be as susceptible to you know being rated essentially. But I think right now you're going to see four teams from the ACC go to the SEC, and I think you'll see a couple teams go to the Big Ten. So, like, I guess Clemson go in the SEC, uh, you know, and then it's some combination. Why would Clemson of, not go to the Big Ten? Like culturally, I think cultural fit. Again, they're land-grant school. It's not an AAU institution. I think it's very much a fit for the SEC. They've always wanted to be that, you know, SEC type football. Wasn't wasn't there rumors like um and again I'm throwing out a lot of these questions because I mean I know you you've looked into this realignment shit way more than me. But haven't there been rumors where the the SEC teams don't want teams from other conferences in their state getting in the SEC? Yeah, so that's always like, been a thing with Florida State and Florida. Right. Florida would always block Florida right. State from getting in the SEC. So there's there's always that debate. I don't know if South Carolina has that sway. I think Clemson's a bigger or brand. Georgia Tech, with, like like is Georgia Tech going to be hosed? Yeah, I think Georgia Tech's hosed. I think they're they're not big enough. Their brand's not strong enough. There's no enticement for them to get included. I think if you look at regional regionally, Virginia Tech probably fits the SEC because you get Virginia, the Virginia markets. NC State would be your North Carolina markets. Clemson, South Carolina. And then, you know, if you can get one of the Florida schools, you know, if you get Florida to agree, probably Miami, since it's farther away, then I think Miami might get in. But I don't know. I don't, I don't, so if Miami doesn't get in, where's Miami going? I I don't know. I think, they, I think Miami would get in and Florida State would go back independent because that was where they were beforehand. But then they'd be completely hosed. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it'd be interesting. I I don't I don't know. That's the thing. Like I don't know what's happening, but I just you could just see these dominoes falling. And I just don't don't think the ACC. So you don't think it's possible the ESPN restructures their contract to a to a way where the ACC could have some sort of like um, profit sharing model that could could entice Clemson to be happy, Notre Dame to join, etc. There's no benefit to. ESPN to do that right now because they are getting they're getting the same product for pennies on the dollar. So unless they feel like they're going to lose all of the inventory if the conference dissolves and there's no reason for them to do that, I, I would think. I just I don't think so. I think that's the biggest limiting factor for the ACC is that they need it says it in the ACC's contract that they need to have. Uh, I forget, for, forgot what it was verbatim, but it's like you need to make a big enough move for ESPN to consider renegotiating the TV deal. So that's either adding teams or changing the dynamic. And that's what it states at in the conference. I mean, in the contract. And so that's why I've been pushing. They should have added teams a while ago to get ahead of this because you knew it was coming. Right? You knew you're falling behind all these TV, all these other conferences with billion dollar TV deals. And, you know, last year was a perfect opportunity with Notre Dame they could have pressured them, but they didn't. And now, you know, the Big 12, the ACC, and the Pac-12 voted against an expanded playoff, which would guarantee them relevance because that guarantees you a spot in the playoff. Like, why would they're they morons. do that? I, I have no idea. That, so that backfires. Yeah, it's morons. So, so I have no faith <laughs> in the leadership of these conferences to do the right thing, given that historically they have not done the right thing. Right? They would historically yeah, put themselves right, behind that ball. Yeah, I had one person tell me that that's the key for the ACC to try and get as fast as they can playoff expansion. And I just don't and they, know how. And they voted against it. You know. Right. Which is, just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense um, because you're right. I mean, you're locking in your conference into this playoff. So, right. So, yeah. Uh, let me ask you NC State specific questions here. Why I got you. Yep. This year. Is this the, given the landscape of college football, given where state's program is, is this the biggest year in NC State football, say, history? Well, I mean, certainly I think me and your lifetimes, right? Like, well, it's got to be. I mean, you go back, you go back that far. I mean, just, I don't even know if sports was as relevant back then. You know what I mean? You understand what I'm saying? Like, um, I mean, I, I think, 
I don't know, man. You may be able to help me with this. When's the last time you can remember NC State legitimately being picked to win the league? I, yeah, no idea. But yeah, I mean, you know I remember saying? they have like, chances, I mean, but never been, make, never been. A right. I mean, favorite. you could make a strong case that they could be picked to be the favorite. Like, I mean, but and and I don't know. I mean, does does the timing help state in this situation with the realignment talk? You know, if they go out and pop a big year, does that help make them more? Relevant to some of these other conferences, um, I think so. Got to. You know, I was talking to some folks today. They view this right or wrong. They view this as like what was the way? How was it described to me? Um, kind of the mountaintop for state, and like if they can get over the top, they feel like the program is right there, almost akin to where Clemson was five or six years ago, where they were yeah. kind of building and building and building, and then they got over the hump, won that that first conference title. And then it just the, the floodgates open in terms of players wanting to come and just the the, the build of the program. And so I think if you're state, I mean, if you can find a way to, to win, because I mean, that's been the thing is, yeah, while, you know, I mean, and I guess you can make the Army Wake Forest did it this past year. Um, I, I don't know. I, you know, I am on that. But <laughs> I just think that, you know, with state being able to string seasons together like they have, they can go out and, and actually follow through in it right because like the wake wake kind of snuck up on everybody you know that i mean yeah. they found a way to win it but this like we talk about states gonna come in man with bullseye on them i was sitting here thinking about it today i mean can you imagine where game bay is going to be when they play clemson i mean that has to be right there right i mean that has to be mm-hmm. if both of those teams are where they're expected to be at that point i mean that's going to be a huge huge game and with what states projected to lose i mean this is the year it's the year they got to get it done. Yeah, I agree. I think given the landscape where we are, they've got to have uh, a letdown for a year and, and maximize what they have out because otherwise, you know, you're losing too much for next year. You're going to take a step back. You need to be able to have that um, that that way to reload, so to speak. And you, you, in order to do that, you need to have you know, some credibility to hang your hat on and say, look, we just won the division. We just won the conference. We just did this. You know, we can do it again. Come here. I think that's, um, I think that's what they need. The other hump they need to get over is, is landing some high caliber offensive recruits that we seem to be struggling with lately. What's your take on not necessarily where they're going, where the kids are going, but why do we seem to, maybe not perform as well with wide receivers, running backs of late, as opposed to defensively. I feel like we, we kind of get a lot of the top targets we're trying to get, but like offensive line, wide receivers, running backs, we just, we've struggled with lately. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, I mean, I assume this is with Noah and, and Smothers, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Pendleton and Absher, you know, some of the higher yeah, rate guys I mean, we wanted. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I think it's the product of recruiting good players to great programs, you know. I mean, you're talking about yeah. four kids we just named could end up in Notre Dame, Oklahoma, and Ohio State. Right. You know, I mean, like, like that's the thing is – and now in the era of the NI, – in, uh, in the era of NIL, it's just completely been a game changer because I, I believe NIL has played a role in every single one of those recruitments. Um, to some degree, and it, eventually it's going to be it becomes business decisions for some for a lot of these guys. Now it doesn't mean you can't circle back and still land really good players. State still has four offensive line commitments. They like all of them, you know. I mean, obviously, um, are still recruiting some talented wide receivers. But I have one person tell me like. If the money's accurate on what could be potentially being thrown at Noah Rogers from an NIL standpoint, his mom and dad, his mom, his family's gonna let him know, hey, you're going to Ohio State, right? Right? Like, I mean, it just because you know you can recruit anybody as hard as you want, but if you got a school offering you, I don't know if you saw the article where the, um, I think it was Carnell Tate, the receiver, committed to Ohio State. There was an article that he 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 got a seven million dollar NIL deal over four years from them. And again, I don't know how accurate that number is, but hell, divided by three, that's still pretty high, right? Yeah. Like this, you can bank in a margin for error. And so, if Noah's even approaching something like that, 
it becomes a deal of, hey, man, I know your friends are at NC State, but FaceTime them. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, figure it out. I mean, because it's a a business decision. You know, I mean, that's what NIL has changed. The, the, The willingness to simply stay home because it's home has had a, you know, a wrench thrown into those plans, right? I mean, it's just not that easy anymore. And I think you're seeing that with Smothers. You're seeing that with with Nola. So, I mean, I just think it's circumstance. At the same time, shouldn't that make it easier to – for a program to compete, essentially? Like, now you can stay home because now you don't have to go to Ohio State to get, you know, to get the exposure and to get NIL money. You can get it here. Right? Are, right. We, are we approaching it wrong? Well, it's just they give more. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, and I don't mean this. Like, I think I think all of the collectives relative to NC State are doing a great job. But, I mean, what what did we see? Like, I don't know if you saw the feature, Ryan. Uh, Ryan, they did uh, talking about how much money Ohio State needed, $13 million. 13 million, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, if he's getting that now and, and – um, there's been talk that apparently like they've, they've received numerous pledges from, from current NFL athletes, former Ohio state players. I mean, that have contributed to their NIL fund. Like if that's happening, it just becomes the number just becomes too high. You know, like I think that's playing a role. I mean, I give you an example again, like, I mean, not a, just not assume these numbers are accurate, but if Ohio state's offering Noah Rogers $750,000 over four years and from NC State, he's potentially getting a hundred thousand dollars over four years. What's he gonna do? You know, um, I mean, that's again where I say the parents come in, the family come in, and say, "Hey, you know, like, that's that's real money now. It's not just a scholarship anymore, and the opportunity to play for a power program. That's the appeals changed, and so until State can." Can 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 you know can operate in, in on that level, and that's where like I, when we go back to all the resources and stuff, like how is that going to change things? Like is that going to allow you to be able to do these things? Because currently the way it's constructed, you know, I mean they're not allowing schools to play roles in NIL. So any extra money you get from a conference or any that can't go into it for now. Um, yeah, for now, right? Exactly for now. So yeah. it should. I agree. I mean, because that's where you're talking about real potential impact. I mean, I, I said it, I've said it time and time again, man. Like, college baseball model is the best model out there. Give everybody 27 scholarships, figure it out. And that's why Coastal can win a national championship in baseball. You know, I mean, you're, you're splitting up scholarship money. I mean, why not just tell everybody you got a $500,000 budget to pay players however you want to pay them? And, Real quick, you'll see some top players get more money, and they'll be going to certain different places. Yeah, but the way it's set up now, you know, there there's no structure to it, and to me, it's just. I mean, look at what Miami's doing, right? Like I saw, they just landed like the top two, two or three quarterback in the country, top offensive lineman in the country that are non South Florida kids. Yeah, like how that's rare. That's rare, and you know, you know what it is. That NIL one. All right, last question. I'll let you get out of here. Putting you on a spot. Way too early prediction. What's NC State's record in 2022? And I got to look at the schedule. You know me. I'm going I'm to I'm say something's probably going to piss you off. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I just think it, man, I'm telling you, I, I think as good as you are, I just think it's so hard to predict somebody to go undefeated. I do. I, I mean, I just think it's hard to predict it. I'm looking at the schedule now. I mean, you know, like that Clemson game is going to be tough. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I think 10 and 2, 11 and 1 to me. Um, I don't know where you're at on it. I just think it's tough, man. Like, <laughs> you know, we've seen it before. You don't always win every game you're supposed to win. It's just not easy. And you need some luck. You need to stay healthy. Um. But I think this team's good enough to where I wouldn't be shocked if you're sitting here and, like you said earlier, I mean they've got a chance to compete for a, 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 an undefeated spot, you know, to win out. I think they do. 
I mean, what do you got him at? Uh, I, th- I think 10 and two is probably reasonable. I think right. they're good enough. They're good enough to win every game. So, right. You know, I think at Clemson, obviously going to be a hard game. And then, you know, the question is, do they NC state up another game somewhere? You know, I hope not. I don't, th- I don't see it. I don't see another easy L on the schedule, but you never know. And I think if, if healthy and they win less than 10 games, I'd be disappointed. I agree. Yeah. 100% agree. And you know me, I generally don't say that, but this team's, this team's too talented to win less than 10 games. Yeah. I agree. Um, no doubt about it. I mean, they, this should not be a nine and three season. Like if you go nine and three with this team, there's, there's, you know, that, that should mean Devin Leary's didn't play. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's gotta be something catastrophic because I mean, the depth too good. The talent's too good. Uh, the experience is too good. You, there are very few question marks. There really are. Um, I mean, we can manufacture some, but there's very few question marks. And so it just then comes down to taking care of business. That's the thing. You've got so many guys who've already done that, right? Yeah. Like it's not like you're asking a bunch of players to step up and do some stuff they haven't done before. So, yeah, that would be disappointing. What's your take on Baker Mayfield to Carolina Panthers? Oh, man. I don't know. Does it matter? Like, it's, I, I, it's a huge I get, I think. I think he's good. Yeah, he, he's good. He's good. I mean, I think – it doesn't ever worry you though when teams are like just willing to bail on a guy like that. Like, what do you think? Like, why would Cleveland be willing to just bail on him like that? You know, like it's Cleveland, so it's hard to tell. You know, if it were yeah, maybe maybe they're screwing it up. If it were the Steelers I mean, or somebody, then I'd be concerned. Hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's an up, obviously it's an upgrade. And and the thing is, you know, I mean, Carolina's not. I mean, Carolina has talent, man. Yeah. So if he can come in and be. I mean, he saw with Cleveland, what was it, two years ago, he led him to the playoffs. So if he could come in and be good, I mean, it's an upgrade on Darnold. Jeez. <laughs> I agree. They got enough wide receiver talent that I think they, they'll be okay. So. Right, right. All right, James, as always, I appreciate your time. It's always a good conversation. Yeah, it's a good translation of our text messages back and forth half the time. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, Like easier. I said, let's end up in the SEC and – and you know we'll all be happy. I'm with you. I think state will. I think state will end up there. I do. Uh, I th- I hope so. Uh, I think so. But you never know. My my concern again is leadership not being forward thinking with the league with NC State. Just something we've always dealt with. So. I'm telling you, man. I think I think something to keep an eye on. And I don't know if we even touched on it. Is just the state legislation. Like I don't think they're gonna let state or Carolina, one of them gets screwed out versus the other one. You know, we saw it with Virginia Tech, yeah. you know, whenever expansion was going on with Virginia and Virginia Tech. I mean, I don't know if it means they're going to end up in the same division or conference, but, you know, I think I think both State and Carolina be taken care of. Because you're right, I think both of those conferences are going, are going to want to end up in the, in North Carolina. Yeah. If you're just fighting for two mega conferences. And, you know, Duke and Wake as private schools, they're not going to have a legislation to push. Yep. So. Agree. All right, buddy. Stay stick cool right, on the golf course today. I know you're probably getting out there. It's supposed uh, to be 108 heat it's, index. It's 90, 97 degrees out here, man. What's going on? Yeah. Keep those wind, keep those shades closed. <laughs> it's gonna be all right. I get home with you. All right, bud. See you.